It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, July 17th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Uh, I went to a bunch of Stampede stuff. Uh, went to the rodeo on Friday, which was awesome. Uh, went to the Grandstand show on Saturday night, which was also really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love both of those. Um, I don't think anybody realizes just how exciting both of those events are if you've never been. I've never been. Yeah. Um, and I went... The Grandstand show I haven't been to in the last few years. It always, like... I mean, I'm sometimes away and stuff, but uh, when I'm around, I love to do it. And it's incredible. Like, I think people think because it's Stampede that it might be, like... Cheesy? Cheesy or kind of just a knock not a great event. But no, it's it's a world-class event. You forget that everything about Stampede has to be world-class. People actually travel all over the world. So it's, like, um, half a Cirque show... Slash wow. then the chuck wagons you get to see at the same time. Um, the like there was musical numbers and stuff, so it was like half a musical. There was an insane like tightrope walker who like it's just so much stuff nonstop, and every part of it is incredible. The so, light show is supposed to be pretty spectacular too. The fireworks show alone is worth the money, and then there was the drone show mm-hmm. on top. Like it was, it's insane. It's got it all, and it's actually really reasonably priced. Like our tickets were sixty bucks. Nice. So I might have to make a point of going next year. Yeah, I have never seen it. No. You have to, I think. And again, like uh, when I, I kind of had zero expectations going into it when I first saw it. And then when you see it, you're like, oh my God, this is actually an incredible show. So yeah. Very nice. What about you? How was your weekend? Had a great weekend. Yeah. Um, Ken and I got to hang out just us a little bit, which was nice. Kids are gone. She's gone to Saskatchewan to get them today. Right. Um, Yeah. We ended up down at one of the tents on Saturday nights. Sweet. After a day of playing, we, we, a friend threw a bit of a party at uh, Mahogany Lake. So we played beach volleyball all day and then nice. went downtown. So that was a fun day. Awesome. Yesterday, I uh, took the stand-up paddleboard down the river. Nice. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of standing up. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't a, it wasn't so much a sup as it was a, a down, a, a sit down. A, a Beckler holding on for dear life. Hey! Yeah, I just okay, sat cool. for most of it, but it was so relaxing. Like I was by myself, and sweet. The river was like moving quite fast, so it uh, it only took like ninety minutes to float from where we launched back to our place. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, I just love being out on the water. What a nice way to spend a nice day like that. Totally. So, that was fun. Uh, yeah, and then back on the show today, we talked about something they're uh, terrified of in Vancouver. Uh, this video that has been sent to me, well, dozens of times now. So many times. Uh, and Shauna's having nightmares about something that people typically don't have nightmares about. No, it's strange. It's after your out-of-context clip of the show. You're a little rotten. You're a little You're rotten. You're a little rotten. Oh, my God. That's, that's hilarious. That's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. On the weekend, I had a nightmare about the elevator in my old building, Beckler. I w- <laughs> I woke up thinking that I owed another $20,000. Oh, no. In special assessments for this elevator. Well, that happened to you so many times, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was (laughs) $45,000 that I already paid into that elevator. And I'm actually like, I have elevator PTSD now. (laughs) I woke up in a cold sweat being like, well, that... There goes the rest of my savings. I have another one. You woke up in your new apartment. You're like, oh, yeah. oh that's right. I don't. It's not my responsibility anymore. And then had that, yeah, with that massive deep breath of realization, like, oh, thank <laughs> God, that was just a nightmare. That's uh, holy. I don't crap. blame you. That's the kind of thing that I would have a nightmare about too. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's some stress. I was killing myself though. I phoned my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel so good now. Like. <laughs> 
I woke up thinking I owed $20,000. If you hear the ding of an elevator now, do you... <laughs> I see an elevator. Actually, I'll walk. How many I'll floors? Is it? I'm going to take the stairs. Maybe you need to see if there's therapy for this, Shauna. Elevator PTSD? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there is. Your therapist is like, so when did your fear of elevators begin? You're like, oh, I'm not afraid of the elevator itself. No, no. It's this PTED, a- actually. Post-traumatic elevator disorder. Yeah. Beckler and Shauna podcast. couple white girl sayings for you here, Shauna. Oh, great. First from friend of the show, William. May you always have a shell in your pocket and sand in your shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, oh, this is something yeah. you put up at the beach house, right? Absolutely. A okay. shell in your pocket. Uh-huh. And sand in your shoes. Okay, and then this other one. I mean, I, having sand in your shoes is actually really annoying, by the way. Super annoying. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> okay. Did we... I don't think we talked about this one. I had it from way back, but an Instagram friend of mine posted it. It said... Goddess, you literally light up rooms just by walking into them. Oh my God! Yeah, holy is that? That is. I love the incorrect use of the word literally. Yep, that's the part I enjoy about that the you most. You don't literally. No. Mm-mm. No. No. You figuratively light up rooms. You yep. light them up with your personality. You don't. Unless like, you're literally light like them up. lighting them on fire. You know that would be, I suppose. But Unless anyway. you're bioluminescent. Yeah. In which case. Well, that's there's some other get issues. That checked. Yeah. Get some blood work done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's hot in white girl culture right now, Shauna? What um, are we using? Holographic makeup is the new big one. What's holographic makeup? It's makeup that's so sparkly, it's like, it looks like your holograph, basically. So this is a big deal. There's like a rare Pokemon card? Absolutely, yeah. So that's a new thing. Okay. Yep. How many holographic makeups out of 10 does this get? I'm going to... Oh, jeez. So this rating, just to clarify, is b- between 1 and 10? Between 1 and 10, So yes. we're going to... I mean, that's right up there. 9. All right. Yeah. Holographic Pokemon card makeup, makeup faces out, out of 10. 10. Yeah. Yep. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, I went to the rodeo on Friday, and uh, it did not fail to disappoint on cowboy names again this year, Beckler. Some good names Some out there. Some great, strong cowboy names. Just a quick uh, couple that I noted for you. Uh, Chase Brooks. Yep. Dawson Hay. Yep. Jesse Brown. Okay, good, strong one. Rowdy Parrot. Rowdy Parrot? Rowdy Parrot. <laughs> Dakota Elridge. Yep. Stetson Wright. Wow. Yeah. And that's only some of them. Like the, I was I was just killing every like, time, every time. There was there was no question what the destiny was for everyone you just named. There. Absolutely you not. Will, you will be in rodeo. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> We're naming you Stetson. Yes. You don't have a choice. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Your name is Rowdy. Okay. You're going to hop onto that bull. <laughs> and the you're going to hang you on as long as you can. Okay. Great. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, but also I was laughing because the bulls themselves have some great names that I would I would like to pose to you as maybe alternatives to your butt or your pecker or your lady bits or... Okay. Just let me have... So I noted these ones down for you too. Okay. Uh, this is what I do, by the way. I I see bull names. I'm like, Beckler will appreciate these. <laughs> I'm just frantically writing them down as I'm watching the rodeo. Yeah, everyone else is enjoying it. Yeah. You're just like, that's oh, a that's butt. Oh, that's another good one. That's a butt too. Oh, that's a pecker. <laughs> Well, that's a long time. Yeah, okay. So the first one, Flapjack. There is a bull that's actually called Flapjack. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Your Ellensburg kickstand. (laughs) I like like that one. Your hot tamale. Okay. That could be a sin cave. For sure. Yeah. Your Chester. Yeah. Jack the Ripper. Wow. Kodak Black. (laughs) Your Little Rotten. Your little your rotten. little rotten. Oh my god, that's, that's hilarious. That's yeah, <laughs> we could see your little rotten. Yep, I'm, that one's noted. Yep, for sure. Uh, your Wichita. Yeah. Your Grand Funk. Mm-hmm. Your Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Your Kitty Whistle. <laughs> your Kitty Whistle is funny kitty too. Kitty Whistles. That is just. I was like, come on now. That is <laughs> your ass. Okay. Your Wolf Bait. <laughs> wolf Bait. 
That's an ass, hey? That's an ass for Get sure. Get a little the wolf bait Look on her. At the wolf bait. Woo wee! Your Arctic plum, your your twin cherry, and your North Star. Okay, so holy man, these bulls just—that's. <laughs> I was like, who's coming up with the names of these? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I can't tell you how many people have sent me this video. Okay. So it's is a dude singing a song about loving his cousin. Oh yeah. But the thing is, it's not this dude's song. This is just a viral TikTok that's taken off in the last little while. But uh, in 2018, Brad Paisley played this song on Jimmy Fallon, and he described it as an unreleased song at the time. Okay. Uh, and it sounded like this back then. I think I have it right here for you. First date. First kiss. First taste of loving. You were my first cousin. That's beautiful. I remember we played that back yep. when this happened. I don't know how many years ago. I remember that too. Um, and and now, we all know that you love, you know, kissing her cousins and stuff. So, no, I just say it's a proud Saskatchewan tradition. Is. I'm not saying myself Sasky. specifically. Well, I know you don't say it. You don't need to. It's in so many words. Anyway, my people, yeah, the people of Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Yep. For them, it's a proud tradition. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I think that's why everyone has I'm said this to for me. A friend. <laughs> you no, know, it's not me. It's my friend. So I guess sometimes Brad Paisley will play this song live on stage, too, because there's amazing. lots of humor in his show. And yeah. uh, I saw him perform at the Big Country Festival in Craven, Saskatchewan, probably about 2012. And funny enough, that festival just happened this past weekend, and I find it, it odd that it overlaps with Stampede. It is strange, eh? Because you, you think they would have they would share a lot of fans, yeah. wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he didn't play that song live when I saw him, and I'm wondering if he either hadn't written it yet back in 2012 or... If that would have just been a dangerous song to sing yep. in front of 50,000 boozed up Saskies, like you. Like yeah, you might be, you yeah. might have a real problem on your hands. The people would actually take offense and be like, are you, are you I saying don't something th- about this? don't think they would take offense. They're I making, think they might be inspired. They're making out with each other so, right next to it. Like, this is for us. You're right. You're right. That one's for me. Can you dedicate that to me, my cousin? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got some Vancouver softness for you here. Yes. Beckler. Yes. Uh, actually, a, f- a friend of ours was telling us about this, but um, thank you for the music. Mm-hmm. There's apparently an app that people in Vancouver have where they report crow attacks. <laughs> and aggressive so, crows. and So that you can <laughs> avoid the area because there's aggressive crows around. Intimidating crows. Yeah. Scary crows. I found it. Um, it's called the Crow Tracks app, and it's it's a crow attack tracker. That's what they call it. They say crows are aggressive during the spring as they protect the fledgling crows. So click on the map where you've had a crow attack and mark the spot for others. Wow. I feel like this sounds somewhat familiar. Did we maybe talk about this once before? I have never heard of this no, before, I feel but like maybe I, I don't know. Hilarious. It is. We've talked about crow attacks before in yeah. terms of Vancouver because <laughs> I think there was a video that I saw once and it was really funny, but I didn't realize there was a full out app. But yes, uh, and it is hilarious. There are so many spots that people have marked with aggressive crows. The crows are mean in this area. And then you can say what happened, okay? And you can rate the aggressiveness from one to five. Is this like is, is this tongue in cheek oh or is this for real? No, this one says swooped me three times while I was trying to walk my dog. I feel like okay. if the crows just got a little bit more organized, they could take over that city and like 
get crows in government and just like run things. Absolutely. You know? Well, clearly people, there people are, are soft are, enough. They're terrified of them. They yeah. would. They would see. I'll this do whatever you say, crow. <laughs> this this one. Somebody else reported it for a lady attacked a lady in yellow. Oh, that's funny. This is good. The only thing that's going to make this better is if someone from out that way messages us now and says, no, you don't understand. The crows here are worse. They're way worse. (laughs) Yes. It's the Vancouver crows. That's soft. Okay, here's here's a good one for you. May 23rd, around 8.15 a.m., I walked down an alleyway and this crow attacked. I was going to walk the playground, but it feels like they attack in the alleyway intentionally. It attacked before I made it to the playground. Okay, come on, babe. <laughs> I mean, I get it. A, bird, a big crow swooping you isn't the nicest thing. I that's get, for sure. But, but you can handle it, okay? You don't need an app. You don't need an app for this. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I just, I just found another one. Uh, this says, the crow grabbed my wife's head with its feet and <laughs> flapped its wings on her head. <laughs> with oh its feet. Oh, my God. And the crow is actually now with that guy's wife. Yes. And there's nothing he can do about it. The crow has taken my wife. He's been... (laughs) Both physically and sexually. (laughs) The crow has known her. The crow crow and her are now married. Um, She is no more my wife. He's been cucked by a Vancouver crow. My wife no more. (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Holy hell, that is amazing. Also, before I forget, I have a couple shout-outs, if I could. Lay them on us, yeah. Okay, first of all, uh, I'd like to say, uh, give a shout-out to Kyle Rosie and the Greta Bombs. I was playing ball with them uh, yesterday. Okay. And so I want to give a shout-out to them, the Greta Bombs as the team as a whole, and Kyle, who is the pitcher. uh, He's awesome, and he's a big fan of the show. Why are they called the Greta Bombs? Bombs. Are they from Greta Bar? Greta Bar, yeah. I figured. Yeah, totally. Cool. Um, so that's one. And then I'm an idiot. And a couple weeks ago, I was out at a remote at Capital Chev, and I met some great friends of the show and said that I'd give them a shout-out and forgot. So I would like to say I apologize profusely, but Courtney at Capital Chev GMC and Joshua and Amanda, who are there uh, as well, who are huge PissCast listeners. So. I'm pretty sure I recognize some of those names because I did that Capital Chev remote during Stampede last year. Yeah. And yeah, a bunch of the people that work there are fans of the show. Yeah, so. totally, totally. Yeah. So I apologize. I'm so sorry about that. I failed, like, but here we are. That's one of the cool things about Stampede too. Is like you go out and you meet so many friends of the show, friends yeah. of the Piss Cast. No, it's awesome. And of course, those Venus heads, those fans of the, the Piss Cast, will know that it's brought to you by Shane Holmes. Yes, they will. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Any changes you'd like to make to your floor plan, moving walls, putting in like features that are unique to you, maybe stuff that you've seen, see something online, you're like, that's really cool. I'd like that in my house. Yeah. Well, talk to Shane Holmes. They'll do it. They'll make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was chatting with a friend of the show who works out at the same gym as me. Um, this was a few days ago, and he said his daughter had spent the week at farm camp. Oh, sweet. So they have every kind of camp nowadays. Sure Whatever do. you're into, they got a camp for it. Whatever your kid wants to do, there's a, there's a camp that will cater to that, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but he said he had asked her how her day was, and she said they had cleaned up after the goats, and then they had cleaned up after the chickens. Mm. And he's like, but apparently she loved it. She had a great time. And I was like, whichever farm is doing this it's genius. is running the greatest racket I've ever heard of. <laughs> yep. Not only do you get, a, you get free labor... The parents are paying you for the privilege Mm -hmm. of loading their kids out for free labor. Yeah. That is 
absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You're getting paid to have labor. That is amazing. <laughs> wow. Send your kids here. Yeah. We'll, we'll get them give to choring. Give and us then, money. Yeah. And then you pay us. And then our chores get done and we also have money and then we send your kids home. Do any kids that you think want to do like radio camp or something? Like... I was trying to think, how can I get in on this? Right? Do how some back-end stuff for us here. Exploit really this free cool. labor and also make some money. You want to clean out my emails? It's radio <laughs> camp. It's really exciting. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was chatting with a friend on the weekend about how they're discussing making 17th Ave walking only at certain times. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is just going to make traffic even more insane downtown. And I was like... Yeah, probably, but I was like, yeah, they probably just want to continue to discourage driving, right? We've talked about this before, so that's probably a thing. Actually, I have kind of an outlandish conspiracy to do this if we... Oh, in that case, let's... Yeah, please. Well, tuck into Conspiracy Corner here. Okay. So what's what's the theory? I think I know where you're going with this, but... So, I actually think that parking stalls and spaces are getting smaller, and this is just another way to make people not want to drive. Like, parking spots are way too small for the SUVs and the trucks that everybody likes to drive these days. Mm-hmm. But instead of remedying this by making the spots bigger, which you'd think they'd do, because as everybody knows, everybody has SUVs and trucks. Now we're going for bigger. Instead, they're making those spots even smaller. And I think when people are trying to drive, right, it, it then adds extra anxiety because, first of all, there aren't enough parking spaces. And then mm-hmm. you finally do find one and you try and get your vehicle into it and you can't even get into it to begin with. And then you're like, why would I even drive then? There's, I, I just read there's a city in Europe that is deliberately making their parking stalls smaller to combat what they what they call, is it vehicle obesity is okay. the word they use? Yeah, because of our vehicles are just getting bigger and bigger. There's an actual yeah. article admitting this then. Yeah. I think they're doing it here. This is so interesting, Sean, that you bring this up. The last time you were away, I did Conspiracy Corner mm-hmm. about how this was in relation to my uh, hometown of Saskatoon. The yeah. mayor there is a big bike guy. Big yeah. bike guy. Big bike guy. Um, and someone online had said, like, are they making traffic here bad on purpose to try to get us on bikes? So I talked all about that. This yeah. is the exact same thing. Like, you know, timing the lights poorly, yeah. making traffic bottleneck at certain places, like not planning construction that well. And it wouldn't even have to be that intentional. No. It would just be, hey, you know what? We don't really care That's how it. long it takes you to get anywhere. Little get on things. a bike, right? Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and not to mention that we know that they're eliminating all these parking uh, places, parking garages, and they're building buildings. And so many of the buildings they build do not have parking associated Residential with buildings. Residential buildings. And everybody's like, meh. Like it happens all the time. That happened to Regina, I remember. And they like they had all these parking lots, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to build buildings on them." Is there parking with the buildings? No. Where are people supposed to park? Yeah, that seemed to be the response. It's like, what? Like you need somewhere for places people to park, mm-hmm. right? And then you talk about the residential parking permit that just changed here that everybody's really upset about because now it's costing people downtown a fortune to have a vehicle, and they're eliminating all those free spots. So there's a lot of things happening where it's like, yeah, having a car is becoming a lot more difficult. It's if you're of a certain generation, and especially in a place like Calgary where we are so car centric, you may not realize this, but there is a whole subset of people who not only prefer not to drive, they hate cars. Yeah. They hate cars and car culture. Mm -hmm. So I noticed this recently. I posted a video that had something to do with sitting in the back of my truck and there were so many comments about like how American this is and how car, car, you know, car centered, centric culture. And there are people who really don't like cars. So you get a few of those people in positions of power Mm -hmm. 
And maybe this isn't that outlandish. You should see the building that is brand new that I just moved into and the tininess of those parking stalls. Ah. There are so many trucks down there that don't fit. They're actually like out into the, you know, the way, and it's impossible. Every single person who has a vehicle down there has a night. I don't even Even here in truck country, hey? And I don't have a truck. And my car barely fits into the spot. Like, I'm just like, this isn't, they want, like, smart cars only, I think. Like, that's what they're going for. It's all adding up, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. It is. I forget what we gave, what I gave this the first time around on the plausibility scale, but uh, how many cars that run on water, man, out of 10 would you give this? Um, I'm, I'm going to give it like nine. Um, it starts at 10. Oh, right. It sorry. I always 10, get so. confused about our rating systems <laughs> right. because some of them are normal. Okay. Sorry. So let's <laughs> say like, like 19, <laughs> 18, 19. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got a message from friend of the show, Lisa, with another thing you can't look cool while doing. Oh, great. She said, getting stung by a wasp or bit by a horse fly. Mm. This was inspired by a backcountry camping trip a group of us took where the horse flies were super bad. We all must have gotten bit at least four times each. We all had our own reactions after getting bit. Mm -hmm. Swatting at our skin where the bite was, yelling, swearing, falling over, running, yelping, none of which were cool, calm, or collected. I mean, to be fair, when it's something painful, I almost feel like that's a dangerous water to tread because, I mean, obviously you can't look cool if you're doing something really painful, but... But it's not so painful that we shouldn't, like... It's true. ...be able to remain or agree or... What's the word I'm looking for here? Remain composed? Yeah. And nobody does. You're right. Nobody does. I I think it's even more so people who are, who see a wasp and freak out. Mm. Because even before you get bit, people, oh yeah. And so everybody I know, it's hilarious because I don't, I don't know why I'm not that phased by them. I'm like, they're okay. Just like swap them away. And I know so many people who will see one coming from a mile away and immediately be like, ah, (laughs) ah, and then run around from it. Because the bites do hurt. Yeah, and I suppose so. I know I overreact to bites. Yeah. I got bit by a horse fly just a couple weekends ago, and I overreacted mm-hmm. to it. it. It didn't hurt as much as my reaction would indicate. Yeah, Because it's fair. such a surprise, too. Yeah. You know, you don't even know it's there, and I was, ah, ah, what's that? Yeah. So. I got, yeah, those two, like, down my shirt the one time. Yeah. Like, this is cool, cool, cool. That's yeah. a bit of a panicky moment, though, if it's in your clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you can't get it out, you're like, where is it going to go next? Yep. Yeah, even nope, you know, it's one, cool again, it's one of those things, kind of like getting zapped by electricity, where even like the, the biggest toughest guys, yeah, will still kind of overreact it's to true. getting stung by a wasp or right. by a horsefly. So mm-hmm. that's a good one. That's a good one. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the word squirt yesterday. I was like, that's a weird word. It sounds funny just coming out of your mouth, doesn't it? Totally it does squirt. <laughs> and then I thought of the word squid, and I was like. I wonder if those two are related because, of course, squid squirts ink, right? Squid so, squirts ink is tough to say. It's squid squirts. Yep. No. Nope, any relation between those two words? So squirt, they are not entirely certain, but they think it comes from the German swirchen, which is from the Swedish words for water, which are said to be onomatopoeias. They're imitative of what they think water sounds like. Well, so I was going to guess because squirt does kind of sound like what it is, doesn't it? Yeah. And all the Swedish words for water are skvala, svala, svimpa, skvata. And they think that that's the sound that water makes when it kind of rushes out, or which it kind of okay. does. So I was like, that's cool. Um, squid, again, is thought to be a sailor's variant of squirt. So sailors used to just literally call the squids the squirty things because they saw that they squirted things. <laughs> so they were like, ah, squirt. And so that's where, yeah, so they are totally related wow. in that way. Uh, and then I was reading that calamari comes from the Latin word calamarius, which literally just means pertaining to a pen, 
which comes from Calamus, which is pen. Again, all circling back to the ink that squids squirt. So it all kind of is just has to do with the fact that they see these things and they observe that they squirted this ink and that clearly fascinated everybody. And they're like, look at that. It's like, it's ink. It's pen. What? It's thing. I got to say, it's quite clever that you spotted the connection between squirt and squid. I never would have made that that mental connection there. Apparently, oh. I've been nerding out a little too hard on the etymologies, and now I'm starting to draw those. Oh, but wait, that one is similar to this. Are they related? You're just seeing this everywhere you go. Yeah, everywhere. All these, you see words floating through the Rain sky. Rain man combined. over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Uh, I'm actually drinking, um, wait, I took a photo of it. I All I know is that it's Kirkland. a wine? It's like a, just an X sticker over the logo? No, I so. saw behind it. It's Kirkland Signature Pinot Grigio. You're like, Grigio. I would know Kirkland Signature Pinot Grigio? Anyway. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.